Our criteria for Lord's Day worship is often the result of reasoning according to the doctrines of men. We think God isn't concerned about how we worship. We couldn't be more gravely mistaken. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Worship is the most essential aspect of human existence as we corporately obey God and join the invisible and universal body of Christ and angels in praising God. We then ask God's will be done on earth Monday as it was done in heaven in our worship Sunday. Worship is essential. Worship is warfare. If we allow the state to shut down our public worship, we have permitted them to strip us of our arms as soldiers of Christ and surrendered the battlefield to God's enemies. Those words were penned by Dr. Joe Boot. These words were inspired, revealed, kept. These words are inerrant and infallible. The Word of God in Leviticus chapter 10, verses 1 through 3. Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took their respective fire pans, and after putting fire in them, placed incense on it, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, It is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me, I will be treated as holy, and before all the people, I will be honored. So Aaron, therefore, kept silent. This text alone, and it is far from alone in Scripture, should cause us to hesitate, cause us to think more deeply about congregational worship. It exemplifies the theme of the first half or so of the book of Leviticus, the theme of worshiping a holy God. It unambiguously declares that Jehovah cares how we worship him. We may not and must not engage in will worship. We are obligated to obey Yahweh. Nadab and Abihu were priests. They were ordained of God for service in the sanctuary. But when they decided to do their own thing, God didn't say, Well done, my good and faithful servants. He didn't say, Well, that isn't what I commanded, but I do appreciate your sincerity in presenting this strange fire. Instead, the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, struck them dead. When we read or hear such things, our first reaction may be to raise objections. But here's some advice for all of us. We are to be like Aaron and keep silent. Have we permitted the state, the governing officials at any level, to shut down our public worship? Well, the answer in the last few years is an obvious yes. 
do you think we have the right to determine for ourselves good and evil as it regards how God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is to be worshipped, or whether they are to be worshipped? If so, our first obligation is to repent of this sin and obey the Lord. And then we must get back on the battlefield, armed with the gospel of Jesus Christ, armed praying, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. <laughs>